waves get lost in the ocean. Seven billion swimmers, man, I'm going through the motions. Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. This is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. And I've got Les Jensen here with me today. And, you know, Les was the first person that ever uh, visited my show on High Road to Humanity. And so it's really exciting to have him back again today. And today we're going to be talking about his new book. Well, actually, it's been out for a little bit, but I hadn't read it yet. It's called Citizen King, and it's the new age of power. And, um, I'm so excited to have him here today. And before I bring him on, um, let me give you a little bit of information if you don't know about Les Jensen. He is an author. He is a radio host, a speaker, an energy master, and a visionary. And Les was born as a, in a Mormon household in Brigham City, Utah. Um, he was the last of seven children. And um, I guess this situation allowed him significant freedom to explore his strong sense of independence and to indulge his curiosity around the world, around him, and how it worked. And the people within it. So it says his technology skills eventually led to a very successful career in engineering in the broadcast industry. And it was here that he experienced a spiritual awakening. He hadn't had a full, um, he hadn't had a spiritual notion of himself before that, but decades of studying the nature of frequency energy and very high levels of power in television had prepared him for working with the energy of human consciousness. And he's written a couple of really great books. Um, one book, and I've had him on the show already, is was Forgiven Sinner. And that's what it looks like. I'm holding it up so you guys can see. And the other book um, that we're going to talk about today that he's written, which was amazing, by the way, is Citizen King. And before I bring him on, I'm just going to read a quick paragraph out of Citizen King, The New Age of Power. And this is about all of us coming into our own power. And so here we go. Sit back and relax. And here we go. It's chapter one, to be a king. The lights come down, the theaters fill to capacity, the movie's about to start, and you settle in, getting comfortable in your seat as you anticipate the wonderful story that is about to begin. It's the story of the life of a king. The story starts in the 1800s, not that long ago. It was a time when we had a clear idea of what being a king was all about. The old idea of a king as a person empowered to choose whatever he wanted. The king had no one to challenge his authority. He had the authority to take actions on his own, having dominion over others. However, the citizen king concept of being a king is quite different than the stories of yore, for it is really the story of mastering the possibilities of life itself. A personal triumph of sorts. But before we go down that road and embark upon the path, this path, let's bring to the discussion the concept of the budding king, the king that is in you now. Hey, Les, welcome to High Road to Humanity. Hey, thank you for having me on the show. It's so nice to be back. It's nice to see you. Um, everybody's going to have to bear with me. I'm a little under the weather today, but I can still talk pretty well. Um, I want to talk to you about this book. I just want to know something right off the bat. How'd you figure all this stuff out, Les? Because it's pretty brilliant, what I've read here. Well, I have to blame it on my childhood. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my soul chose uh, chose my life path that I uh, 
I start off in a household where all the questions were already answered for me. Yeah. The uh, my, my childhood was, you could very much think of it as a, a Twilight episode okay. because um, I... I lived in a small town in Utah, and Mormonism was easily 95% of the town. Right. And so I could go talk to the butcher at the store or the the traffic cop or my teacher at school, and they'd all give me the same answer for everything. Oh, because they were all programmed that way. That yeah, That's right. And so <laughs> it's like, do, do any of you have a personal opinion? I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I'm... All I'm hearing is this repetitive parrot talk. Right. And um, I I think my soul chose that to really awaken a fire in me to know a deeper truth. It's like, imagine being told that the the stove is hot, the stove is hot. Mm Mm-hmm. But you want to know for yourself at some point what I mean, why am I avoiding the stove except because somebody told me to? Mm hmm. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Exactly. Well, you say to be a king. Um, this is so great. I really love this book. Um, you have to understand creation. So, you know, and that's you have to understand that we are creators. Right. That's the beginning of this whole thing. The energy that we put out. Sure. Well, the. If you look at the the momentum of humanity, if you will, the institutions, be they academic or religious or whatever, they're really not solving any problems. Um, One nice thing about working in television for so many decades is I watched basically a a daily report from all over the world, i.e. a newscast, about what was going on in humanity and over decades the story never changed let me guess we're uh we're at war somewhere we're blowing right. up people there's yeah. financial crisis there's right. you know yeah and so there had to be a a, a missing element if right. you will right so that's what inspired writing the book. Well, but you've learned all this stuff, too, because um, and I want to talk to the audience about it so they understand it as well. You know, you guys, what we're telling you is that whatever you think and whatever you feel is what um, is what creates your reality because we're little creators. And you talk about that so much in the book and you talk about how we are creating our own, like we're all just in a play. I love that because it's, I kind of wrote that. I think I wrote that in my book too. We're all in this play and we're just acting it out, right? Yeah, well, indeed. And it it's transcending the story of the past. It's, it's like uh, cleaning your eyes off so you can see reality with virgin eyes because I, I suggest that what's going to transform our human condition is the humans. It's it's when we afford ourselves the permission, the sovereignty, to be inspired from the inside, from right. from the passion of our heart and the compassion right. of our soul, right. that we we will be the birth of the new paradigm of the of the new dynamic. And I agree with that wholeheartedly, you know, and we're going to talk about that. I wrote down tons of questions for you today. Um, and you talk about our heart and our soul and that's, it's got to come. The flow has got to come from our heart and our soul, not our head, which is more of the ego. Yes. 
Well, yeah, the, the ego wants to make a choice where it knows what the outcome is going to be. And so it's based its choices on what has worked in the past. And that pretty much locks it down to repeat right. the pattern of the past. So the heart and the soul is what will free us from that um, prison. Right. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about what you talked about um, growing up. And I, I can think about when I grew up, it was a certain way. You know, my parents were a certain way. And I learned that way. And it wasn't until I got older, I can relate to your story a little bit, that I kind of got out on my own and realized, well, everybody doesn't think like that. And then started to be more open to other possibilities. Is that kind of what happened with you? Well, sure. I, I, I wanted to know the why behind the answers, if you will. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times um, the, there wasn't a why there. I mean, people really wanted you to just get in line and that's and it goose, and goose step the, yeah. the, the momentum of the culture. Right. And, you know, <laughs> humanity, humanity has been through the ringer and the, the human heart is really hungry for a more authentic story. Right. And it's going to be birthed from within us. So a, a lot of the passion behind my uh, my books and my radio show and whatnot is what the hell? What the hell? I mean, there's there's got to be a deeper truth that that mm -hmm. has eluded us over the years. Well, yeah. And you say change your story. I, this is so interesting to me because I'm into all this just like you are. And I've learned that I have to come from the heart. I may be getting ahead of myself on this conversation a little bit, but I know you have to come from the heart and you have to start to think from the heart. How did you learn to think from your heart instead of your head? Wow. Um, yeah, see, that's where I'm at, Les. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't obvious at first. For example, me becoming an author. Right. I mean, I'm a I'm a small town kid from a from uh, Utah. Who the hell wants to hear what I have to say? Well, a lot I and, do. <laughs> well, in the beginning, my heart is like write a book. I'm like write a book. My yeah. ego is arguing with my heart. Write a right. book. I'm right. like, yeah, come on write a book. And my first book took six years. And wow. And I clicked publish and I was, I was kind of scared. I was kind of afraid. Mm -hmm. My second book took six months. Right. Cause you learned how to do it. But my, I think my ego learned how wonderful it feels when you fulfill the inspiration that your heart is feeding you. Yeah, I thought that was interesting because most people say, you know, get away from the ego, get away from the ego, but you don't. You say come from the heart and that's how you, I don't know what the word is, that's how you make your ego work along with your heart is what you're saying, right? Well, there's some, there's some hardcore freedom and once you've tasted that freedom of letting your heart drive and your soul right, drive. Right. There's a there's a, a really deep sense of freedom and satisfaction that the ego can't create on its own. And once you've tasted that fruit enough to trust it, then it then the the path of your whole life changes. Right. And I think that, you know, honestly, you were the first one on my show um, a year ago when I started this. And I have come, I'm going to tell you this because it's nice to see you and it's nice to talk to you. And I've come full circle because it's interesting to have you back on. And I've learned through this last year with all the different people that I've had on that you have to think with your heart. And that's what I've learned. It's been the most inspiring thing for me. And, and of course, to go with inside, uh, inside yourself and stop looking outside yourself. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, 
and um, there's a, a cleansing, if you will, because we have a momentum. We have a, a, right. a karmic momentum as a human being. We have habitual mental patterns and we have emotional posturing. And we have to change that, change our story. It's, it's a choice. But when we choose to do that, we, the, the dynamic of our life expands. Listen, we've got about one minute to break. And, um, but I'm wondering um, when we come back, if you'll talk to us about how to change that story, because we get this story stuck in our head and it comes from childhood. It comes from growing up and it's hard to change your story. And so I was hoping that maybe um, when we come back, you can tell the audience like how to do that because because that's something, you know, you, you get information in your head and you have to stop it and change the story is, is what I think you have to do. Anyway, so we're here today, you guys, with Les Jensen. And he the book we're discussing today is called Citizen King, The Age of Power. And Les, where do people find your book? The, the, you can get it at Amazon.com and uh, any brick and mortar bookstore should be able to order it for you. Cool. And if you're watching me on video, this is what it looks like. It's called Citizen King, The New Age of Power by Les Jensen. This is Nancy Yearout, your host, and we'll be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Hey, all you high road listeners out there. I just want to take a moment to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with bestradiotravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rate. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to The High Road. 
Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and we're here today with Les Jensen talking about Citizen King, the new age of power. And Les, before we went to break, I was asking you, how do you change your story? How do you change that that story that goes on in your head? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you've never given that any consideration, it can take perhaps a little bit of courage because we we invariably create a safe zone, a safe way of living. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, an easy thing to do, an easy takeaway from this is uh, get some post-it notes. Okay. And typically, you'll be doing something else. You'll be unloading the groceries from the car, doing the dishes, whatever, and a single sentence will pop in your head. Hey, why don't you write a book? Now, stop and write that down on the post-it note. Because if you don't write it down, your mind, your ego will argue and and discount. Talk you out of it. Who am I to write a book? Yeah. And so just by putting ink on paper, you give it some permanence in your environment. And the next morning you see it and you add a sentence later. And and this this is like cracking open the space of your busy mind and allowing your heart to get some room. You know, I learned from one of my guests to put your hands over your heart and do a heart drop. Have you heard of this, Les? Sure. Where they do a heart drop. And you ask a question from your heart. I've been doing that where if I really want to know something because your body doesn't lie, I put my hand on my heart and I ask my heart. Now, I have a question for you. Do you do that or are you to the point where you just think with your heart now? I, I think I, I've, I've um, bought into the idea that my heart is so much smarter than my mind. Right, right, right. <laughs> so do you do that heart drop or how do you do it? Um. I listen to the sentences that I'm speaking. Okay. And uh, and if it's it's like my heart will interrupt my thinking and say, "Well, that's not you know time mm-hmm. out that that's not getting us anywhere. Slow down." And after a while, um, it's almost like your ego is channeling your heart, if that makes sense. Okay. Where where you kind of. Uh, you quiet your ego down and just sit still and wait for the inspiration moment to moment. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like um, your ego has to figure it out. It, I don't think your ego was ever smart enough to figure out your potential. Right. Because, again, your ego is so vested in repeating the patterns that have kept it safe. And that's think, a, per- yeah, that's a that's prison it. of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you talk about creating heaven on earth and um, you th- and I agree with this because, and, and that's what the Bible says, there will be heaven on earth. So, so basically once we all get to a point where we can go within, think with our heart, then we can start to create our own, what we'd like to have. And we can do that. Oh yeah. Well, Love, <laughs> love the, the the power play. Love will kick your ass in such a beautiful, wonderful way if you let go enough for it to happen. And when you say let go enough, what do you mean? Well, love is very powerful, and love love doesn't want a a posture or an opinion. Love mm-hmm. can't live in judgment. Right. So to embody heaven is to be able to love all 
that is just as it is right. in this moment right. and and not seek to correct or or project an expectation but just to to look at what is happening from the place of love when you can embody love for all that is you're literally becoming a portal uh, a personification of heaven on earth right well, we can't judge. And when we, I know growing up, everybody was judgy. People are still judgy. And sure. if, so you have to get, so I've learned that too. And it's, I'm kind of going to the end of my notes here because <laughs> yeah, got a little bit ahead of me there less. But the thing is unconditional love. The universe has no bias. You say the keys are in your heart. I love that because the key is in our heart and that's where we connect to the divine. And that's why the heart doesn't lie. Right? Sure. It's uh, um, learn to love the face of humanity, if you will, of all right. of humanity. See, we're very, very powerful souls in the in the sense that we've allowed ourselves to create a karmic tsunami. I mean, yeah, talk about that because talk about karma because you address that in the book. Talk about that. Well, um, karma is. Um, we as souls chose to go into the darkness, to go into separation, to go in forgetting who we really are. And that was eons ago, eons of time. And we created war and, and so much suffering, humanity suffering at the hand of humanity. Mm -hmm. Now, if the, uh, uh, how do I do this quickly? If the entire earth was filled with Jesus's, where right. everyone was in unconditional love, there would be no lesson to learn right. about how to love. We would all be love and body. But a calm sea never made a skilled sailor. And so, so to incarnate on this planet, a karmic tsunami, where the vast majority of humanity has no notion of the truth of who they are, right. and then to be able to discover your truth, within the darkness within mm -hmm. the shadow mm -hmm. and then personify love in that is raw power that is an old soul mastering the ability to love even the darkest of the shadow so you think and and i just want to get this clear you think we all the the reason we're here i do too is to learn and if we didn't have all this negativity then we wouldn't know the positive and so we're here to grow as souls and we're here to find ourselves within and we're here to learn that we can't be judgment judgmental of each other we have to love people for who they are because they're living out their their story yes well sure like a, a homeless person perhaps right uh, um you don't you don't go from uh a new soul so far into the darkness that that you have that kind of an experience people who are living in such destitution are advanced souls who've chosen to so disconnect from their truth that it it uh the challenge the lessons are immense and and in in many ways very difficult but to master that to come from the edge of of the shadow and make your way back that's triumphant that is i'm 
that's a modality of how we're going to heal the human story is right. to overcome the shadow. Well, yeah, because I can always, I, I remember going to Mexico years ago and seeing the little kids and the people and they were so happy and they had nothing, but they were happier than right. yes. the people that I saw. So yes. that made total, that, and that was probably 15, 20 years ago, I saw that. And that was a real aha moment for me because I realized that the more we have material wise, uh, the, the less it seems like the less um, spiritual we are, we start to look at for the outside instead of the inside. But when you don't have as much, you start to think differently and you see things differently. Well, happiness or, or perhaps heaven and, and the opposite hell are both potentials today. I mean, you don't have to wait until you've ascended into um, unconditional love. You can enjoy every step of the journey. You can, in in fact, I suggest the the whole idea is to master the ability to enjoy today, right. even though you haven't accomplished perhaps what your ego wants your life to be. But if so, we enjoy every moment, and that's why they say live in the now, because if you live in the now and you enjoy now, then that you put that energy out, and that's what comes back, and it creates more. Correct. Well, sure. I mean. Yeah. There's no end to the race. It, uh, it, it's like if you wait till you arrive at heaven to enjoy heaven. Um, it's too late. You should have enjoyed it while you were here. That's right. It's, okay. it's right here, right now. Even if your life looks challenging and difficult, say, oh, my God, I came here for some really big lessons. Oh, my mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. I'm a really old soul that came here to master the illusion of separation uh, and and the notion that I am disconnected from my power. Wow, wow! How how wonderful you are to have chosen such a challenging path. Right. So we are very powerful people, and we have the ability to create. How do you think that got lost, Les? Um the attention we put outside of ourselves. Um, when we look at our environment, our ego tends to quantify everything. Well, I want a, I want a better house. I want a, a better job. Um, but that doesn't fulfill the soul. Uh, it, it doesn't. And, and that's what most people find out as they get a little bit older. I don't mean to interrupt you there, but no, I feel no. like, yeah, I feel like people, as they get older, they start to realize it's not about the stuff. Well, at least I have anyway. I realized it a while ago. But a lot of people are still into, you know, whoever has the most toys wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, it, when you write down that inspiration on those post-it notes, right. and then you take a step, not accomplish, not finish, but just take a step towards fulfilling that. Right. Hey, you should write a book. And so <laughs> on any particular day, you sit down, you open up a word processor, word processor, and you start writing the book. At the end of that day, your heart feels satisfied. Right. Because you fulfilled. Feels fulfilled. Right. But if your ego doesn't ever follow that inspiration, your heart, your soul are kind of melancholic. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Hey, listen, we're getting ready to go to break again. Um, uh, when we come back, I want to talk more about this. I really enjoyed your book. You guys, it's called Citizen King. I'm here with Les Jensen today, The New Age of Power. This is Nancy. You're out your host, and we will be right back. 
We will be right back on High Road to Humanity, but make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Toginet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15% to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Nancy to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through Toginet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com slash Nancy to sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Nancy. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle Sparking Wholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, it's Nancy Yearout, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. We're back here with Les Jensen. We're talking about your heart. We're talking about our soul. And um, I wrote something down here, Les. It says, the key to being a king in your kingdom is to be able to embody the exact vibration of your inspiration, is to bring it into reality and present, uh, present it to the universe as an as the mirror that it is without flaw or distortion. So we're mirroring. Can you talk about that? Well, sure. So uh, say your desire is to have a more loving relationship. Right. And you got a big ass chip on your shoulder and, <laughs> and you're angry about lots of stuff. A road rage might be a, a, a common experience for you. So your prayer is to have uh, more love in your <clears throat> in your relationship. Okay. Well, in order to embody that love, you have to let go of the the anger. Right. Anything that's incongruent with that. It's a quantum field. Um, For myself, I really, my awakening, my proverbial cosmic two by four 
was I had so much anger in my subconscious and I didn't know it. And the quantum field, the um, the universe mirrored that back to me. And and it wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, until I could um, release, and very, very important, release the pent-up unexpressed emotions mm-hmm. allowed me to purify my energy and have a more consistent energetic image how did you get rid of it though how did you i think you told me this before how did you get rid of that anger i quit suppressing it and i gave myself permission to feel it and release it and it was it was scary at first uh anger i had never allowed myself to feel anger and when it came up i be i was really my ego was scared to death of it Mm -hmm. but the first time was so challenging and unexpected But after I gave myself more and more permission, it turns out anger is pure, raw fuel. Anger is a gift in a lot of ways. Um, Because it pushes you to do something. Well, it's showing you where you're incongruent with yourself. It's showing you what you don't desire about your life. And, And it's raw energy. So you can take that anger, the energy of anger, Mm-hmm. And and channel it into transforming yourself. The, the, the notion that spiritual people never allow themselves to feel angry, I think you're missing a big element there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. No, I'm with you. So, cause, yeah, because you say your heart is like a high power amplifier broadcasting the imp- inspiration of the soul. I really like that. Um, it all comes from the heart, and we've we've really lost that. Well, your heart's a very, very powerful part of your persona. Right. And and the ego's not really that interested in learning about being powerful because powerful means new paradigms. Powerful means uh, dramatic change. And again, the ego is really vested in keeping in that safe spot. So mm-hmm. it it can be courageous for to teach your ego to stand down and take a step back and let, and let the intention of your heart have more of a say, have more of a sway in your everyday life. And the, right. more you're, the more you're able to do that, the more fulfilled you'll feel today, the right. more joy you'll feel today. You know, it is so interesting because, uh, you know, people, when you grow up, people teach you to think with your head. Nobody ever says think with your heart. Nobody ever does. Until you get older and then you start reading this stuff and you start checking this stuff out. And then you're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. Oh, I mean, nobody God. ever says that. Nobody ever was like when I was a kid, nobody said, well, what does your heart think? You know, you know, use your brain. I always heard use your brain. You know, that's what God gave you a brain for. Use that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's a uh, it's true, isn't it? How we function. We function wrong. We need to teach people how to think with their heart. I really love this book less because that's what this is the bottom line huh yes indeed mm-hmm. if if we give our heart and our soul um a presence a prominence in our life collectively our future has to change there's right. no what there's no other choice and right. humanity is really hungry for a more authentic story uh, a more authentic uh, nurturing view of the future, right? And our heart and our soul can totally nail that. 
and our ego, not so much. So, Well, I see a split right now. I'm just going to tell you what I see. I see people who are into stuff or even more into stuff than ever. And I see maybe the other half is kind of like, wait a minute, it's not about the stuff. And they're starting to find themselves. So I do see a split right now. Do you? Um, sure. The, the, the uh, humanity as a whole is really waking up. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the metaphysical or spiritual movement, if you will, mm -hmm. will start um, showing the disparity of the mindset of our past and right. the potentials of our future. Right. And and people are fed up. Their Their BS detector is starting to get honed. Yeah. And our heart and our soul can language without tripping that BS detector because it, um, the, our heart and our soul is a connection with our own authentic truth. Right. So people are feeling that this isn't right and that we need to make a change. Right. Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, you talk about take action to your dreams. You know, everybody has dreams. And and I love how you say, um, you know, think about heaven on earth. What would you like heaven on earth? If it was heaven on earth, what would it be? And I start thinking about that. You know, what would I what would I conjure up? You know, and that's what you have to do in order to create um, what your dreams are, right? Indeed. It, it, the old notion of heaven is some kind of a static template yeah. that religion would say, well, behave this way. And that's blasphemy, really, to the creative impulse of humanity. There's seven billion flavors of what heaven is on the planet. So right. when you give yourself the permission to daydream, what would heaven look like for me? Well, I really like to create. So I have the vehicle of creation at hand every day when I wake up. Right. I mean, the, the, I'm I'm seeding, I'm birthing. Right. The Planting idea. the seeds. Right. That's right. right. And if I never give myself permission to daydream, what would the perfect life look for me? I'm never giving myself the permission to daydream what heaven would look like for me. Right. A lot of people don't do it. They just get up every day and they go through the motions. But if yeah. you actually stop and think, okay, what would heaven look like and start to create that in your mind? I like that because in the sticky notes, because then it changes things for you and it changes so that you are creating what your heaven is on earth. Oh, indeed. And yeah. we're, in truth, we're very powerful. Everyone I know. I know. So very powerful. Why? Now, that's another. I know you don't have all the answers, Les, but why do you think we all, I mean, you know, we're such powerful people, but then we tend to not think of ourselves as powerful. Um, I just wonder how that got all mixed up, you know, because we are. We have the ability. We're little creators. We're little gods. We can create anything we want. I've learned how to do it. Uh, sometimes I'm better than others like you. I'm still working on it. But, you know, how did we get to this point? It seems like, you know, we have this magical uh, ability. Well, we were really tormented for being powerful in the past. I mean, um, if you showed... Um, your power in the past, you were labeled black. A witch. And, yeah. Yeah. And burned at the town square. I was probably burned or something less. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm no suckologist, but that would really suck. Yeah. And, and so and, people stop using their power. That's right. And so when you go to get your power back out, it's like, wow, do I really want to go down this road? And it takes some soul searching. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and there's no requirements. We're given. Fierce, Free, freedom, yeah, yeah. To, to choose to stay dormant 
or choose to open up a little or choose to open up a lot. Right. Well, I want to address really quick about um, our power because, and, and I always say this to my kids, well, they're older now, but I used to tell them when they were younger, you can use your power for good or evil. And that's what people do. We all have the same power. Some people use it for good, but some people use it for evil. And it's the same power. It's whatever the universe knows what you want, and it just gives it to you. Sure. And and we have to come to terms with our potential. In in order for us to really know what we want, It it's not an automatic thing. It comes through experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes you'll think, well, I want this or I want that. And once you get it, you still feel empty. Right. But had you not gone through that, you wouldn't have as much clarity that you gain through the process. So mm-hmm. so the shadow, you know, the idea of legislating righteousness or legislating morality is a bit of a faux pas because in order to be powerful, we can't posture with our choices. We have to know that we have the power of, of, quote, good and, quote, bad within all of us. And right. when when we recognize that we have the potential for the undesired, when we see people who are choosing the undesired, we can, we can identify with them that we, too, have that same potential. Right. And so it's not... And we don't serve ourselves when we label something blasphemous and then right. no judgment. Posture. Don't judge it. Well, the posture is what what collapses our potential. Anytime you you posture, you're creating a standing wave of energy okay. that collapses choices for you and really binds your freedom. So you're saying if you dig your heels in on something and you won't give, is that what you're saying? That's right. Whatever you resist persists persists. Yes. I see. So you just got to let go. So hard. That's why they say, let go, let God, huh? Well, um, to learn to love all that is right on this, on this planet, we're given the freedom to destroy ourselves. I mean, my first impulse is yuck, but without that freedom, uh, we wouldn't have total freedom. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So here, here we're given an immense, immense power, and and what comes with that power is the ability to to create darkness from it. Otherwise, right. it would not be powerful. Right. If no, we didn't with have you. that choice. Yeah, I'm with you. Hey, we're getting ready to go to break. We got about thirty seconds. You guys, I'm here with Les Jensen. We could talk probably for a couple hours. Les and I. Um, no his problem. book is called. <laughs> His book is called Citizen King, The New Age of Power. I'm holding it up here if you're watching me on YouTube today. Um, if you can get it at Amazon.com or any of your brick-and-mortar stores. Les, what's your website? Um, newhumanliving.com. Oh, I like that. Newhumanliving.com. Yes. All right. We're here with Les Jensen. This is Nancy Yearout, your host, and we'll be right back. We'll be right back with The High Road and more. Don't forget to visit Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to sign up for her intuitive personal coaching program or to book a psychic reading. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. 
Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yearout, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles, entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome back to High Road to Humanity. This is our last segment. Gosh, this has gone really quick today, Les. Thanks for talking to me about everything. You know, um, one thing I wanted to talk about was forgiveness and compassion. Um, that's what I'm working on lately is compassion, um, because that's kind of the key. You have to be compassionate with other people or to other people. You can't judge. When you learn to forgive yourself... And and recognize that whatever you're forgiving yourself for, you didn't have the wherewithal to make a different decision in the moment. When you okay. forgive yourself of that ignorance, okay, then it it brings you freedom, if you will. And and the more you learn to forgive yourself, when you see other people that have lost the ability to choose, you recognize that th- there's an element of of not knowing. Um, you mean ignorance just because yeah, you haven't figured it well, out yet. Yeah. And and so when you saw that you've done that yourself, 
Yeah. The more you can forgive yourself, the harder it is to hold others in judgment. Yeah, that's true. Because if can't, then they always say that God forgives us because we're his children. And you know, the way I look at it, I'm going to tell you this. I look at it um, as I think of my kids and no matter what they do, I still love them because they're my kids. And that's right. how I think God looks at us. That's how I can relate to it because we're his children. And so he doesn't judge us just like we don't judge our kids. We still love them unconditionally right yeah and they have to learn they have to make mistakes to right to know who they are to so. figure it out you know it just is a hard thing here's the thing i would love for us to start teaching our little children these principles um we need to start teaching our children when they're young that they're loved and that to be kind to people and to be compassionate and to think with their heart. Um, that would change things, wouldn't it? And I think they're probably poised to do it in a much easier way yeah. um, when they're young because they haven't learned um they haven't been like the, a pattern. The yeah. Stigma, yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Well, because the unit and you say this in the book, the universe has no bias. The keys are in your heart. I love that so much. And, and, but we've got to change some of that imprinting that we got from growing up. Well, we have free agencies, so we don't have to change that imprinting. But when we choose to, we're choosing the new paradigm. We're choosing the more authentic story. And when you do that, then people fall away from you in your life because you're different. A lot of times, if you don't stay in the dogma, um, people in the dogma don't want to relate to you because I know. It, it's a... Uh, it's that place of comfort. It, it's amazing, like a, a a woman living in domestic violence. Right. We'll go see a counselor, and the counselor will say, "Hey, you can you cannot go home right now," and they'll go back because because that's what they know. It's, it's comfort song. It's, it's amazing. It, it, okay. I, I find it really insane sometimes. <laughs> well, no, I'm with you. But but you get yourself, yeah, I think you can get yourself into a situation where it's your comfort zone and it's almost, it becomes the norm. Yeah. It, even though it's dysfunctional as can be, it, um, but, but that's the uh, momentum of karma, if you will. Uh, when we have this repetitive behavior and there's an energetic element in our psyche, okay. the, the likelihood of us perpetuating in the same direction becomes very high. And so well, how do, you, how do you stop it? So let's use the example of the lady who is being uh, abused or whatever, and she goes to the counselor and she knows, then how do you break it? Well, it's... Uh, at that point, you'd, it'd be learning to love yourself because you would make decisions that honor you, that gotcha. nurture you. Gotcha. And and, and who cares you, about the other person at that point? Well, what's curious is once you heal that from your psyche, the abuser will not even see you. It's like you become invisible. So that that woman in her upbringing was told she's not worthy, was told she had no value, was right. told... And then, and then the karma of that manifested examples that showed her that, ah, right? Okay. And so, and her soul chose the whole damn rodeo. I mean, from isn't the, that it? Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah, I mean, my soul <laughs> chose to put me in this small town Mormon Twilight right, episode. Right, so right. I'd, I'd want to challenge every damn sentence I ever heard. 
Right. And that's and that's why my books are so unique, I think, in yeah. that uh, this free range uh uh consciousness challenged every damn thing I was told. And I think that shows in my books. Yeah, no, it does. So what are you doing today? What's going on? What's going on in your life? We got about seven minutes till the end of the show. Tell me what's going on since I talked to you last. You got a new book coming or what? Well, yes. Um, I'm, what are you doing? Uh, I, I, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm negotiating with my soul. I feel like my life is in transition. And, okay. And uh, my ego comes up with ideas of, well, okay, what I need to do is this, or I need to do is that. For example, public speaking has come into my psyche recently. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like write a book. The first time I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. And and so what that actually looks like, at, mm-hmm. at first I thought, okay, I'll join the Speakers Bureau and go talk to every rank and file on the planet. And my heart's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. You need to go to venues that are um, anchored in in your story, in, in your Kool-Aid, if you will. Mm-hmm. So the audience is in harmony with right. what you have to say. That's correct. And my ego didn't, that wasn't obvious to my ego. So I'm, I feel like I'm morphing between a caterpillar and a butterfly over and over and over again. But Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm at a pivot point, if you will, to a whole new paradigm of, of how I passionately express the compassion I have for humanity. Yeah. You know, as you say that, I'm thinking about why I did this show. It's the yeah. same thing. I wrote my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. And I said everything I had to say and I told my story, but I just felt like it didn't get out there enough. And I really needed to talk yeah. and tell people, hey, you guys, wake up, check this out. You know, you yeah. can use this energy. It's however you, you choose. And there were so many different things like we've talked about today. And I feel the same way as you. You know, I need to get out and speak. And I, I, I get that. It's like coming from your soul. Your soul's like, talk about it. Talk about yeah. God. You know, we haven't talked so much about meditation. Are you a big meditator? Yes, indeed. I thought um, so. I had uh, 10 years of my life that was um, anchored in meditation. And oh, now, wow. and now I, I think it engulfed me because I'll find myself saying a sentence and halfway through the sentence, the sentence will collapse. It's like there's no power to that sentence less. And I know the reason that exists, that that um, measuring stick, if you will, okay. that came out of meditation. That came out of be, learning how to be still. I see. So as you go to speak, you realize you don't need to say the words. Is that what you're saying? The, that the words don't honor me. Gotcha. You and change your would, verbiage. Okay. Why okay. would I say a sentence that doesn't Didn't honor you? Right, right, right. Well, no, that's true because whatever you say and whatever you think creates your reality. That's so that's your exactly wand. right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I love it. That's so cool. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah. And could you say that? You say imagination make you also, I wrote down a couple notes. You said ima- imagination makes it happen and shift your ego into your heart. And, and that's the truth. I love that. Um, and you also say slow your mind down. And that's not easy to do, but, but that is through meditation, isn't it? Sure. And, and meditation, there's so many flavors of it. Um, what caught my, um, 
interest was no thought. Stop your thoughts. That's hard. At first, it's hard, but after a while, so like, uh, how do you do it? Tell us, how, we got like three minutes. Tell us how to do it. You want to kick your ass? You want to kick your ass? Do this. Uh, okay. When, set the timer on your phone to 10 minutes. Okay. Um, uh, create a ritual out of it. Uh, first thing in the morning, perhaps. You can go okay. in the bathroom if you live in a busy household, whatever. Yeah. Start the timer, and, and every time a thought comes up, say thank you. Like a period at the end of the sentence, the conversation's over. Thank, Thank you. you. So so you start the timer and you put the phone down and you close your eyes and it's like, well, this is stupid. And you say, thank you. <laughs> well, I need to get gas in the car. Thank you. Well, we're not getting anything done. Thank you. And, and what you're going to do is the subconscious thoughts that you were not aware of start to become conscious. Okay. You start to recognize this uh, undercurrent of dialogue that your busy mind never would have recognized. Okay. And, and, and through that 10 minutes of over time, to, it'll get easier. And once you, you find a, a comfortable space with it, double the time to 20 minutes and you'll kick your ass even, <laughs> even I better. love this. I love it. Well, no, thank you. Because what I've been doing is when thoughts come into my head and I, and I, they're not the thoughts that I want, I say an affirmation. That's what I've been doing sure. because I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. I have sparkling blue eyes. That's my, but, one of my deals, you know, I'll but say, that keeps you in mind. That keeps you in your mind because you're generating sentences. So don't do that. Keep yourself. Well, or, got, got, it, got it. Got it. I got suggest it. no got thought. It. No thought is extremely powerful because in truth, your essence is a field like light coming out of a light bulb. Right. The essence of you is a field of light. Fields okay. don't need sentences. And and so to discover this, this infinite well of love within you, it won't come through sentencing. It'll come from being still and experiencing the already present um, field of love that it exists at the core of your being. Got it. Wow, that is powerful. Thank you. <laughs> We are to the end of our show. I'm going to do this, Les. This is awesome. I'm like so excited. All right. Yeah. You guys just try to get me and I don't answer. It's because I'm being quiet. Um, <laughs> but Les, what do you want to leave us with today other than the learn to be still, um, learn to be the king of our own kingdom? Well, when you get the courage to to tune in to the, the inspiration of your heart and your soul and then get the focus of taking that inspiration and bringing it into form. Your okay. ego captures inspiration and creates the form expression of it. Right. If you, if you learn how to do that, that, at some point your ego will surrender and say, well, damn, show me, show me what my life can be. And when your ego surrenders to the will of your heart and your soul, the, the immense joy, the, 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 an ocean of joy within your being will flow out of you day in and day out. And, right. The and, worries will go away. You won't have any more concerns. You'll be oh at my peace. God. You'll be oh at peace. Oh, my. 
Yeah. God. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Les, thank you so much for being on my show today. I hope you'll come back and visit me again. Are you, are you, you say you're working on maybe a new book? Oh, certainly. I'll, okay. I'll probably write uh, 12, 15 books um, in this, more books in this lifetime. So, that sounds yes, good. That sounds good. Yep. You come back and see me again. Thank you. Yep. Thank All you. Right. All right. This is Nancy Yearout. We will see you next week on High Road to Humanity. Have a great week. Join me next week on High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. To sign up for my intuitive life coaching or a psychic reading, visit my website, www.nancyyearout.com. My email address is nancy at highroadtohumanity.com. So have a fabulous week and know that by staying on the high road, you will make it to your destination.